My name is Mikhail Woodward. I am the Beer Ambassador, host of Beer Ambassador Show, and I'm here talking about the world of craft beer every Tuesday uh, for over four years now. We're talking about craft beer and everything related uh, to beer, and I like talking about beer, and hopefully you like talking about beer, listening uh, to me talk about beer and anyone else who talks about beer. Um, today we have a little bit of a treat. I'm going to have a couple different guests come in and talk about a couple of the things that are going on in the beer community lately. But I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what uh, I experienced this last weekend because I think it's kind of cool. Um, obviously, you guys get out in into the uh, world and get to try out different breweries. So uh, later in the show, we're going to have a, a new app is out. I'm going to have a friend on there uh, on the show with Pint Pass. And uh, he's going to um, talk about their new their new app and how you uh, could possibly get paid to go check out breweries, which you're doing already. Um, and we're going to have my friend Andrew Reed on, uh, who uh, he is hasn't been on it for a few years, honestly, but he'll be in the studio here in a few minutes, and uh, we'll talk about what's going on down at you know in San Juan, uh, sorry. Uh, Sam Capistrano um, at the uh, the brew house. So, anyways, I hope you guys will sit back and listen to the beer uh, bas- talk. Listen to the beer ambassador me talk about beer. Whether you're on the road or at home enjoying a beer, hopefully you were able to do that. But I know we're in drive time, which is prime time here, and uh, hopefully you'll be able to do that. So this last weekend, I was able to go hang out with a bunch of people, got some video with uh, Jeff which will still be posted up and able to do that, um, who uh, has a beer called Let's Have Some Beer. I mean, a show called Let's Have Some Beer. And uh, also, um, uh, who else was there? Gavin, uh, the beer maestro, and and Mary Jane, uh, uh, the OC brew girl. And um, I saw Greg Nagel there and a bunch of others. I didn't get pictures of everybody, but I was able to go to the second anniversary for Unsung. Um, it's kind of a little change of plans. You guys know I was supposed to go up to the uh, Lake Arrowhead Brew Fest, uh, which I heard was amazing, but I had some uh, personal issues come up on Saturday, so um, that took a good portion of the day, and by the time I was able to get out uh, and enjoy the day, um, I was I, it was basically not enough time. So I called them and said I would, I would not be coming, and they're like, hey, you know, it happens every year, and uh, we'll see you at another fest. Um, and go enjoy. So I went to Unsung and their second anniversary event. Um, they've been making uh, beers over in Anaheim for over two years, um, just over two years now. And so they celebrated their birthday, and they brought out a special beer called Assemble. Um, and it was really good. It's a triple IPA or a tippa. And so uh, that's that was kind of interesting. Um, and um, the long and the short are it, it was... Uh, it was malty, but it was really a dry finish for a triple because it's like ten and a half percent, and and it was really good, very hoppy, of course. Uh, I got uh, some floral, citrus, piney notes off it, um, and um, one of the favorite beers I had there. I mean, they had a lot of good beers. They, the barrel aged stout was good, um, but they have a, a couple that I liked were Brute Banner, so I love that little little play on Bruce Banner, Brute Banner. Uh, it's a it was, it was a negative. Pl- to Plato, and it was still very hoppy, and um, and um, basically, uh, you can um, enjoy that beer over there. And uh, it's a I want to I'm trying to remember if it's a four and a half five percent beer, but I think I want to say it's closer to five. 
And then there's a, they have a whole bunch of beers. I mean, they have a really good amber there. They have a, a Bob's Porter. I got to sit with Bob, who was named after older guy uh, there, who's really cool, who sits at the bar often. And um, but I really like there's a, a, a Chardon. There's two. There's a raspberry sour that I really liked that you should try, which was you know kind of a little bit jammy but still dry and it was good. But the one that really got to me besides Brute Banner and the Tippa were or was I should say, and I don't think there's a name to it, but it's their Chardonnay sour, and it's been in a Chardonnay barrel, so you get this oak and uh, slight vanilla notes, the Chardonnay kind of tannins, but you, uh, but man, it is, it's, it's, it's got some kind of fruit. I, I don't remember. I want to say passion fruit or something like that. Uh, guava or something but it's fantastic and if you get to try that i'm just telling you those are the beers but anyways i want to say just a big shout out to mike the owner and ryan the brewer there at unsung and uh thanks for having me and everybody else over i mean it wasn't like it was an open event and you could come and they had food and they're doing outside there was another place uh that was doing ice cream floats and uh it was just a really good time with a lot of good people and i was going to make it over to chapman crafted for their second anniversary but i got stuck in one place for too long so by the time i got to chapman their block party was over because it ended at like five or maybe six o'clock but i didn't get there till i don't know closer to like eight thirty nine o'clock or something but i did get to hang out with brian their brewer and then try the old town um block party which is is their uh, a double ipa and it's freaking really really good and that that was kind of a juicy hazy bomb um and uh just citrusy resiny it was it was good so anyway so just so you know those those what i did i heard the brew fest went well i saw a lot of stuff with going on with three marms and and um and andrew divov uh which uh you know was the actor from wishmaster who got a became a home brewer and now has uh partnership in three marms brewing company anyways we'll be moving on to other stuff there's a whole lot of things to talk about but i do have my friend andrew in the station here right right in the studio how you doing andrew i'm doing well good good to be here cool thanks to you know i haven't had you uh on air since since before you opened the brew house or right around the time you opened the brew house but i do go over there on occasion get to see you uh, i'm glad to see you. you've been open and celebrating how long you guys been open now so we're coming up on four years in november so it's four years in november yep and wow. i mean you know we hit the that one year is supposed to be super important for small businesses three years is the next milestone so we've we passed two of them hopefully we've got a number more to yeah to, uh, surpass I, I think i remember now you i had you guys on within the first six months of my show yep i think uh, that's about right yeah so we're both in, in four years because i'm just over four years now uh you know a couple months over but uh and we were talking about doing a celebration and maybe we'll maybe we should do it together we were talking about doing something for me anyways and maybe something for you but um you know, let me ask you this: as as an entrepreneur who who's gotten into the beer industry, you got into it because you had a love of beer, and I know you started as a wine guy, right? Correct. Um, and you guys still serve wine there. You give options for we people. We do. Um, what's What's been your biggest challenge as an entrepreneur in the in this bar beer business? I think um, embracing other craft beer venues in our geography, which is you know i think craft beer tends to be a very you know kind of uplifting it's a community everyone if it's um you know a brewer, a new brewery opens and, and everyone celebrates it's not like oh it's breweries opening down the street 
but we did have the advent of of docent in san juan capistrano so yeah. and you know that's uh and, and we were excited about it we we're looking forward to opening and you know i think in general it it um has had a positive uh, effect for us you know so, there's some days when you're like oh it's a little slow and you know is it is it because of docent and honestly you get a, a new place and people get all excited about the the shiny new things and they go check it out but at the end of the day, we're both about craft beer. We just approach it from different uh, you know, directions, and then they're, they're brewing their own, and they're doing a great job, and they won a World Beer Cup medal for their uh, double nickels. And honestly, I, I you know try to have one of their beers on in our lineup almost all the time. So it's uh, the, the challenge, frankly, is um, trying to figure out who's still relevant and who's a draw, and starting to see some breweries rising up and and some starting to you know sort of trail off a little bit and sometimes that's through growth and uh you know on the rising up i you know i was in here while you were talking about the other folks and you know chapman and unsung you know both great breweries uh would love to have them represented on our tap list yeah but, um you know some others that used to be the you know created a real buzz seem to have i don't know maybe they're coasting at this point or they've they've hit the the next um, stage in their evolution but i think of like a kern river or someone like that that doesn't quite have the cachet that it used to but uh you know still making great beers it's just a matter of you know i guess trying to figure out what's going to bring people into the brew house i mean we've got 30 taps you know we're going to have good beer on there which ones are the ones that people look at on our tap list and go, "Oh, I got to get down to the brew house. They've got this, you know, beer, uh, another one, and this, you know, super rare one." Yeah, I mean, I like that. That I mean, every time I come in, get thirty taps. You guys have all kinds of good stuff, and uh, I mean, uh, I mean, tasty stuff, right? And you guys do samples you know, or tasters and and full pours. Yeah, so you can do a flight and, if you want to try a few different ones. But I, w- I would say going back to the original question, it's. Um, you've got to continue to evolve. You can't say, hey, this is a great business concept when we open, uh, which you know, we felt it was and, and it continues to be. But you need to evolve. You can't just say, all right, this is it. This is what it's going to be. And we're going to do great for as long as we can uh, conceive. It's, you've got to continue to, to mix some things up, add a few new elements, and uh, honestly execute on some of the things that we we started out to do and sometimes fall by the wayside in the sort of the hustle and bustle of, of getting open and then, you know, running a business. You, you forget about some of those uh, conceptual ideas that you had that you think are going to differentiate you. But we're getting back around to those and, um, you know, looking forward to continuing to evolve. Well, I mean, that's cool. So I, I get to some of the other things because one of the reasons I had you on the show today is uh is basically you're doing a new thing now with homebrewers and you have an event that you're doing monthly and uh, i know you started that this year and so is are we in the is it eight months now or six months or you've been doing it i can't remember that's about six months in and and you know that's one of the you know one of the original concepts when we opened the brew house was to make sure that we're providing an opportunity to educate beer drinkers so it's not a lot of places, people feel a little intimidated. You go in, am I drinking it the right way? Did I sniff it enough before I took a sip? And and it you know becomes a little bit like um, a more highfalutin wine experience. And, and we wanted to keep that. Uh, we want to make people comfortable. It's a relaxed environment. But the education, the beer education part, was the an area that we hadn't done as much. We have, um, our, in terms of our tap list, we want to have a, a wide variety of styles. So. You'll find, you know, porters and stouts and things like that, even in the summer when it doesn't seem to make as much sense. 
Uh, oh man, we, I, I you know I love those all year round, yeah. <laughs> but that's me. Um, so we we wanted to make sure that we we're underscoring that educational component, and so the home brewing or homebrew night really helps us with that because it's an opportunity not only for homebrewers to come in and talk amongst themselves about brewing, but we can also get our clientele to appreciate what folks have done and they can try beers and think, wow, this is really good. I'm surprised someone made this at home. And we also bring out some things that um, really underscore the that educational component in terms of what are the ingredients that go into beer. So we've got different uh, grains and uh, or malts and um, you know various you know, roasting levels and We've got you know your flaked oats. We've got a couple of different types of hops, and so people who don't know as much about beer and how yeah. it's made can actually try that. I mean, yeah. they can try some grains, and it's almost like going to a, a brewery uh, tour, if you will, where they say, "Oh, here are the grains that we use," and you know, grab these hops and smell them. It's, I mean, that's the. I think that if you get the sensory involved, I mean, because I do that with our homebrew club when we go out and we do brew things as a Cronenberg fair or somewhere else. If there's a brew day, then we'll have those kind of things so we can talk to people about it. And educate people where they can smell it and taste it and and get a, 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 a um, an understanding of the craft of actually making beer you know? absolutely and pe- and people are shocked they say well you know stouts taste kind of like coffee to me do they put coffee in all the stouts sure a lot of stouts actually have coffee added but not all of them and and as people try those dark roasted uh, malts they say oh I'm, now i get the coffee or i get the bitter chocolate or they understand uh, where those flavors are coming from versus just having the, the finished product and saying, oh, it tastes like this, and not really understanding why. Yeah. So um, how has it been response? I mean, since you've had this dream since you opened up, but it took you, you know, a couple of years to get into it, or almost three, right? Um, how's it? How's the response been, and, and, and is it growing, like, every month? And how's that going? Because I, 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 t- I will tell people my opinion in a moment, but I just want to hear from your perspective. Uh, response has been good, and it's interesting because – we're not in a place that you would just drive by. And that was a challenge. I've had people sure. <laughs> actually in the beer industry tell me, uh, I didn't think you guys were going to make it a year because you're stuck back here in this weird shopping center and no one's going to find you and no one's going to just run across you. And I think we did a good job of, um, uh, I think, differentiating ourselves not only through the number of taps, but the quality of the beer, the, the those wide variety of styles that people would actually seek us out. But having said that, we still have people who come in and say oh you guys brand new so no we've been here three and a half years and yeah like what i live just on the street i didn't even know it was here and so you know, well, we maybe have to think about some more traditional marketing um uh, vehicles above and beyond what we do around social media and word of mouth but but it's been solid and it's, it's remained that way pretty much since we opened so i'm really happy about that that's awesome my friend so um i would just say that part of why i had this is because so you're doing that every every month the um uh, is this the second or the third Thursday? This is the second Thursday. Right? So it's the third. It's the third, third Thursday, Thursday yeah. of every month. That's what I thought. <laughs> so it's the third Thursday of the month. I have to. Oh my gosh, my brain. Uh, and so you're doing it every every month that people can bring in their beers, or if they don't brew, if they want to come in and just try other people's and just check it out, they can do that as well. Absolutely. Or maybe they're interested in home brewing but don't know you know what's going to take to get going. And we've got people. They'll bring in kit beers and you know so again some people will be like oh you just did a you know homebrew with a kit that's almost like cheating it's not cheating you still made the yeah, beer at home you made the beer that's what <laughs> homebrewing is yeah and then I mean, you know, not the, everybody starts with all grain and not everybody goes to all grain i mean exactly. i love all grain but it is a it's a different animal and a different science and most people start with a kit anyways yeah 
You know, I, st- I, I was given a Mr. Beer. Yeah, there you, know? you go. I mean, and so we get a, a range of, of you know brewing skill levels. Uh, people starting you know, starting out with the kits, all the way up to whole grain. And frankly, some people bring beers in. They're they're on the verge of opening breweries, and they want people yeah. to try them, and they want to get some feedback. And and I've been there. Where there's been a mead, and I think a braggot. Um, yep. So there's there's and some a cider. So it's a it's a gamut of, of anything that you would find in a true like homebrew competition or a homebrew club. Yeah, and I think what the homebrewers get out of it, not just um, talking amongst themselves, but getting people's uh, opinions about their beer and getting them immediately. So what we've, uh, you know, initially we used to have everyone do a ballot, we've, and we've done a simplified version of the Great American Beer Fest ballot. So it's, it's, it's not nearly what you would uh, find you know, on, on one of those forms. Um, it, it simply comes down to appearance, aroma, taste and then those three components get added up to an overall score so it's you know really straightforward we just want but what what that makes people do is stop and look at the beer a lot of people don't necessarily look at their beer they're like oh here's the beer i'm going to drink it they'll certainly think about the taste but they're not even stopping to to smell it and that's another component that people really should um you know figure out what that's like and how it differs and sometimes the the smell of the beer can be completely different than the taste of it you know, sometimes it's wow, that smells a little weird. Oh, but it tastes great, and you're trying to figure out what what is that um, component that that you know brought that smell out. And and sometimes it's uh, maybe a, a defect in the beer. So it can be, or it's the yeast, or I mean, most most often it's the hops. Yeah. But um, but there, you know, you can also get uh, if there's any kind of adjunct or fruit or anything like that, or or even just the malts. And I tell people, you know. I just did a video on this that's not posted yet, but uh, about understanding uh, why there's a head on the beer and why we want to be able to smell a beer. You want to smell the beer so you can taste it better, yep. and you'll get a better perception of that beer. And start training your palate to understand these different parts, because we all get them. We just don't. If we, you have to train your palate to pay attention to them. Yeah. And when you do, you appreciate it more. Right? Absolutely, I think so. And that's where really we're, we're trying to get people to pause and not just say, "I'm having a beer." It's like I am evaluating a beer. And as such, I'm going to learn a little bit more about it. And if someone has a question like, why is this one kind of red? Oh, well, let's look at these malts. It's, you know, here's a style of malt that's used that uh, imparts that red color to the beer. Or, um, you know, some other, you know, why is this one cloudy? Is it supposed to be cloudy? And sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But, yeah. Um, you know, it, it might still taste great, but from um, a judging perspective, it may not qualify at the Great American Beer Fest, but at the brew house, it might be the winner that night, and you know, yeah. you've you got a, a gift certificate to go do some more brewing with. Well, because we do a lot more taste, but that's nice, too. Let's let's talk about that gift certificate. So you guys do a gift certificate every month from... From O'Shea's. From so, O'Shea's Brewing. Yeah, they're just down the street, well, you know, a couple miles away, yeah. so... Um, you know, we like those guys, and obviously, it, it yeah, I had Jeff on the show in the first year. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't had anyone back on. Off next time, it'll be Lucas, right? Yeah, kind of runs that place now. Um, but yeah, they have a really good stuff, good supply, um, and they have a good bottle shop too. If you want to pick up something rare, but so do you guys. You guys do a lot of rare bottles and and stuff like that. So we do, and that's you know the interesting thing is seeing how that's changed over time. I I would say that we've we have fewer of those sort of trophy bottles. That we might have had in the beginning, okay. um, simply because that's you know people don't really think about us for those. 
However, we still have an opportunity to get some of those rarities. And, and when they do come in, it's nice because uh, some bottle shops, you'll have people snapping them up uh, immediately. And sometimes we'll get the latest, you know, Bottle Logic Stasis Project release. And we'll have 12 of them sitting on the shelf for two, three days, whereas they would have been snapped up somewhere else immediately. Yeah. And it's nice to give access to folks. And someone will come in and then they look in the case and they go, Whoa, is that the latest Bottle Logic? We're like, Yeah. Oh, cool. Can I buy that? And you're like, Sure. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really why it's sitting there. <laughs> exactly. It's not just for me to sit and drink. Exactly. That's cool. And you guys do, uh, I, I know you have a lot of food trucks, but you guys do little like uh, cheese plates kind of thing, charcuterie, so or something we, like that. You know, originally we were doing the cheese plates. It turns out they're a real pain in the butt yeah, to make. And, it's, and we run pretty lean uh, okay. labor wise. So. Uh, so we actually have stuff, uh, huh? we've we've uh, eliminated those, but we do have a couple of dips that we do. We, we still have the giant pretzel. Oh, that's right. The that we pretzel. still have the big ass pretzel. Yeah. Um, and, it is uh, giant. It is, it is big <laughs> ass. Yeah. And then recently we introduced paninis because uh, when we're open in the afternoon, people would walk in and like, "Hey, do you do lunch?" And yeah, well, I'd say, "Well, we've got this big pretzel," and they're like, "That's great, but it's not lunch." <laughs> <laughs> so to be able to say we've got a sandwich that makes a big difference. Be like, "Oh, wow, sandwich. Okay, cool." That's what I was. I remember you used to do the sh- charcuterie, and now you do the the panini and, yeah. and I, that pretzel. Now I think pretzel is great with beer. And for this reason, so a lot of people think when we come, I used to, you can see everybody doing now, but I used to always go to a beer festival with a pretzel necklace, yeah. and I used to sell them at times. Um, I haven't done that in a long time, but the long and the short are people are like, "Oh, are you doing that?" So you don't, you know, so you, so you, so you know, so you don't get drunk and you can eat. I'm like, no, it, it helps with that. Yeah, uh, to eat and eat some food and and drink water helps with pacing yourself through a festival or anything like that. But what it does is it cleanses your palate. Yeah. So I do that in between beers to cleanse my palate, to get a true taste of the beer, because I'm that geeky. Cause <laughs> it, it, because when I'm tasting beers, I want to be able to taste it and see and remember, oh, am I getting this or that, and do I like this, and do I want it again? And most of beers you're going to, most beers you're going to, yeah, I'd have that again. But some of them are just exceptional, and you're like, I gotta, I'm going to have this again. I'm going to seek this out. Yeah. But you, you're really, uh, if I'm just going to beer festival and trying all these different things, your palate gets exhausted after about you know, ten to fifteen beers, and and if you're even when you're trying them, if you're not cleansing in between, you're going to get muddled and you won't you won't know any difference on the on the flavor profile. Yeah, and if you end up with a flight of four or six beers at the brew house, you've got you know little five ounce pours. Even just getting through those four or six without some sort of transition in between, like a pretzel or some mm-hmm. other food item, it's uh, it can be challenging. You're going from a you know a sour to a you know double IPA to uh, you know a Belgian style you know, dark ale to an imperial stout. I mean, those all might be in your. You know, it depends on what how you're feeling that day. But if you want to go for the, hey, let's go across the the board here. Um, you're going to have those types of styles, and you. I think you you're right. You do need to have something that helps make that transition, so that you're not going straight from having something that's sour to something that's you know going to be super sweet or strong or uh, particularly hoppy. So uh, awesome, definitely helps to have food with beer. So we only have a few minutes left uh, before my next guest comes on, but uh, essentially you're doing this uh, you know little mini. Uh, beer what do you call it the beer competition the homebrew night homebrew night my bad uh you're doing that once a month but i know that you do other events you have other things coming in you want to mention any of those sure so we do a a trivia night every wednesday and you know at first i was uh not sure if that's what we want to do but it's been wildly popular brings a lot of people in Uh, as a business owner you can't argue with that for sure um 
but uh, you know it's also uh, a lot of fun. So uh, we do that. We do tap takeovers on occasion. We haven't done as many recently, but um, would certainly like to get more into a, a pattern of doing that. Probably at least once a month. And sometimes it's around a particular beer. So like you know, founders when they introduce KBS or CBS, will do a tap takeover, and, and that will be sort of the, the cornerstone of that. But also trying to kind of, uh, combine some styles and do some some special uh, events where we have, say, all really huge hoppy beers. So we just did that recently in the Big and Yellow event, and everything was at least a double or a triple IPA. We had a barrel-aged IPA, which, honestly, when we first tapped it uh, two years ago, it was not a, not a good beer. I was really kind of concerned. And here it is two years later. It was drinking beautifully. So it's nice to see things evolve. And uh, coming up this weekend, we've got um, Rockin' Summer Lights. So we're going to be doing a lot of, you know, especially given all the hot weather, we're going to be doing uh, a lot of light beers and light beverages that are fermented. So we've got a um, Lambic Kombucha blend called Lambrucha. That sounds uh, good. Yeah, we've got a Rattler. Um, We've got um, a few other interesting styles. We're going to try to mix some things up as well. And uh, might even try our hand at a slushy sangria. (laughs) So getting back into the the wine realm. But... Um, and then we're going to have some musicians come in and play as well. So that's the, the, the rockin' part of the rockin' summer lights. So, yeah, it, and, you know, look for us on uh, Instagram and Facebook are the best places to see what's yeah. going on. But. So go ahead and give out your handle for that, though. So it's the Brewhouse SJC on, a, on either of those. And, um, you know, we post Instagram on a regular basis so you can see what's going on pretty much all the time and uh, what's new in store. And then we also use the digital pour menu system. So... There's an app that you can just search for Digital Pour, and it's a free app. You download that, and not only do you get our menu, but anyone else who's using Digital Pour, and there are a number of places you know, in Orange County, they'll also show you their menus as well, and you can see uh, what's on tap. Right, you and know, you guys have second. Untapped connected to your feed too, don't you? We do. Um, so I think that's what's cool about that is, is I've talked to people and some people have asked, but Untapped have been using for years. I don't use it as often as I should because I get a little more in conversations with people. Um, and I don't, I don't personally post unless I can talk about a beer. So yeah. I'm not just trying to rack up posts. Um, otherwise, I'd probably be at four or five thousand beers. Yeah. But I'm a little over a thousand uh, unique beers, I should say. Um, but but what's cool about being at your place is if I if I do post on it, it's going to f- come up on the feed. Yep. So it shows up on our on our digital menu board, and um, it's uh, we've had people come in and and check in milestone beers. So we had someone check in their five thousandth check in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting to see the kind of uh, trophy hunters, I call them, where you come in and they're looking at the board and they're looking at their phone at their untapped app and seeing what they no- need to order because they haven't had it yet. So, uh, <laughs> you know, some people make that a, it's a, it's a real full contact sport trying to get up to into the, you know, several thousands and, uh, you know, claim king of the beer hill. Yeah, that, that is cool. Um, so... Uh, I, I'm really excited what you're doing. Are you guys? Do you think you're going to plan a, a four-year anniversary party? Or? Absolutely. So okay. um, you know, I always say if we you know promise jugglers and clowns, you actually have to deliver. Yeah. Uh, so we're sometimes you know we we sometimes not sure exactly. Right. What to say I, I, same thing for me. So if you guys are wondering, <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm going to be at uh, over at uh, with Andrew at his place at, at the brew house, or if I'm going to be somewhere else at a brewery and just haven't figured it out. And it doesn't to me. It didn't have to be right on the four year anniversary because it just was impossible for that to happen. I was out of town, right. um, but you know, 
within if it's within six months, I think it's still good. You know Absolutely, what I'm I think you so, know. I'm thinking like a simulcast or something down yeah. where you can. Uh, well, you know, I'm trying. I'm 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 doing things where I'm I'm recording now. I've got some equipment, and uh, we can do that and at least put it up on YouTube. Oh yeah. And if I do an actual show that's good enough with it with the quality, then I'll I'll pull the audio and put it here on air. Perfect. Yeah, so we can do that. Sounds we can do cool. at least a little short little blurb part. But uh, I'm excited for you, uh, Andrew, um, for for just what you're accomplishing and what you're doing in the beer community. And and so if you guys haven't heard about them and you want to go check them out, um, just look up the Brew House in San Juan Capistrano. You can look up uh, their Instagram and, and Facebook, you said. It's yeah. uh, the Brew House SJC for San Juan Capistrano. Um, it's a beautiful little town down there. Um, you know, and there's plenty of food and eats by you guys, but you guys usually have trucks and you have your little snacks there or the paninis and, and the, yeah. the pretzels. And, and I mean, worst case scenario, you got something favorite that you want to bring in by all means. We try to look and feel like a brewery, so we're not going to uh, give you a hard time if you come in with a little bag of food with you. Yeah. So, but I will, I will encourage people out there. If you want to learn uh, more about beer, you've been thinking about brewing, you, you have beer that you've already made or stuff you've fermented cider or whatever. Then, uh, then the third Thursday of the month, you go down to, to the brew house there, um, and you'll see Andrew leading it up. And every once in a while, I get to make it. I won't be able to make it uh, this week uh, and this month because I'm supposed to go to see St- Stray Cats. By the way, if you're listening, I mentioned it on there. We're gonna, I'm going to give away some tickets to Stray Cats. Um, so just listen to the end of the show. Um, I was going to try and do an Instagram, but not one person in- has entered it correctly. So <laughs> I just uh, deleted that part of the Instagram. And uh, I'm just going to give away two pairs of tickets by the end of the show. Uh, so keep listening. If you're there, I'm going to give out some random numbers. Or maybe, I'm, maybe I'll do uh, a little trivia post or something like that. But pretty much, if you're listening and you're going to call in, you'll probably get some tickets to go see uh, start, you know, it's the Stray Cats at the Pacific Amphitheater in two days. That's this Thursday. But you do have to um, be able to give them your information and uh, and a bunch of other stuff happens. But the long and the short are you have to be able to be in Costa Mesa to go see that show. I'm assuming as a guest of the show that I'll be ineligible to win those tickets, which no, is a bummer. No, <laughs> oh, actually, cool. <laughs> you're, you're not part of the station, so if you want to get in the car and go listen. <laughs> I, have a new, I, have, I have a guest calling in soon, so... Um, you know, in fact, there, there he is. If you want to stay, uh, you can. And if you if you can't, then then you can go. But I'm just going to bring Ryan right on the show. Um, Ryan, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. Right on. So glad to connect with you. Yeah, it's good to connect to you. So, as anyone who's listening out there, uh, you're listening to um, the Beer Ambassador here at KUCI, and um, I am on live. I just had uh, Andrew Reed from uh, the Brew House, and now I have Ryan Rickert with Pint Pass. Um, he he and I connected on Instagram, and um, he's got an app that actually pays you or can pay you to be able to do what you're doing already, and that's going to drink at breweries. So. Uh, Ryan, thanks for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So I know you're calling in from Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I, how's the weather out there? I'm sure it's pretty spectacular. It is. You know, we're lucky we don't have a ton of humidity, and we had a little cold snap run through, so it went from about mid-90s to high 70s, which we're all celebrating. We're, we're mostly uh, geared up for winter and delicious beer, not summer beach bodies and heat <laughs> so <laughs> it works out well we're enjoying it that's good yeah well i'm i'm not 
I live in Irvine, so I'm not next to the ocean, but it's not, it's a hop, skip, and a jump away. It's not that bad. Um, yeah. But it has been pretty warm, but today is a nice day. But anyways, about the weather, the only nice. reason I'm bringing it up is because we, what we do is um, we, uh, you know, we talk about beer, and you have this app. So I know that you've been uh, kind of, uh, you know, blogging and doing stuff about beer. Um, yeah. Um, but somehow you got into wanting to start an app, and now you've started an app. So what, kind of tell me the process on how that got started. Yeah, you bet. So I, it basically started, it all kind of started with text to beer in text to beer we have uh, methods and systems patent around the digital transfer of a unit of beverage, and that's basically uh, patent and legal talk for me being able to text a beer to a buddy. And it, it, uh, the, the way it came up, the very brief story, is that uh, when we had our first son, I have three little boys, five, three and a half, and six months, so a lot of kids. Yeah, um, congrats. And... Yeah, thank you. And the first, uh, in the first one, we were up in the hospital. Unfortunately, my wife got really sick. She's great now. We had an extended stay there. And while we were there, my friends came to the parking lot with a uh, couple six packs okay. and um, cigars, and they wanted to celebrate with me. But my wife was sick, and I couldn't leave. And so, from the window, I could see um, the edge of the parking lot. And I started saying, "Hey, text me a beer. Tell me how it tastes and it smells. How's the how hoppy is it? Ha! It was a joke." But from that, I started digging in and saying, "I've got friends spread all out." I had eight groomsmen in our wedding, and we live across seven states, and I wanted to create it uh, that way. So that's how it initially started. Um, I've, I've been a craft beer fan uh, since early on, um, well before the explosion, not patting myself on the back, but in Montana, it's a huge um, part of the culture, I guess, as it is in many locations. Sure. And um, there's fantastic beer in all 50 states. Um, but as I dug in, I realized that I really desired to be out of kind of the corporate world. Uh, I tried my hand at home brewing, was horrible at it, remain horrible at it. I just, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. The love of it and the passion and just trying, just trying to do it and then realizing it's not my best, but I'm, I'm going to be good at drinking it. I think that's, you know, a, a great effort and award in itself. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm totally okay with acknowledging that I suck at, uh, at brewing, but my desire grew and grew to be part of the craft beer community. And specifically, I wanted to be in an industry that was much more positive than negative, valued people over money, valued relationships over the pursuit of cutthroat profit, everything like that. But I wanted to try to build a sustainable business in it and not be an accidental nonprofit, basically. Um, and I, I got a, kind of obsessed. I'm very ADHD and have some obsessive uh, tendencies Mostly pros, uh, some cons, but the I wanted to be in a community or in a part of a community, but also in an industry that was about relationships. And I love that craft beer, food and beverage in general, but certainly craft beer brings people together around the table and starts relationships, you know, friendships and actual relationships. For sure, strengthens them. You can be any side of the political fence, any color. You can be anything with major, major differences uh, of opinion. Um, and backgrounds, yet craft beer brings us together. So I really want to be a part of that. And fast forward, um, as I grew in that, and I've had friends that have brewed, I have friends that own breweries, and we just dug into it. And this, thus, I guess, this new app, we've had incredible traction over the last week with this pre-launch. We're giving away our big $10,000 uh, free beer money in the morning. Um, and this was like five hours, I think, left in signing up for it. Um, and then the app is now totally free, and it, you can text the beer to any 
any friend um, anywhere for their choice of brewery to redeem it at. So happy birthday, or my team's going to beat your team and wager on it. Um, congrats on the promotion, et cetera. And uh, then obviously we're paying people to go to breweries. And we're being very transparent. One other quick thought on that, we're being very transparent that we are not, we are getting feedback and data, but not in the sense of like sketchy Facebook stealing, selling data, but in, by way of saying, we'll give you $2, for example, we'll give you $2 for being at this brewery and drinking on site, trying out this brewery for feedback. Like, what beer did you have? How is your service? Why did you choose this brewery over others in the area? So four questions. Um, and then would you recommend a friend is the other one? And we give you $2. It goes right on your account. And then we embed a unique MasterCard debit card that uh, is no strings attached. You just accrue that money or redeem a text of and participating breweries. And that has been awesome. And we're using that feedback back for the breweries and the craft beer industry to better our personal, everyone in the industry's, uh, you know, craft brewery experience and better the craft beer industry as a, as a whole. That I mean, honestly, brother, it uses a whole lot in there that I could just do a few shows on. Because I mean, the whole reason I started this show over four years ago was I had the same mindset. People were like, and I'd be called. They're like, you're you're like a. You're, I've been called a beer snob and kind of that kind of stuff at times. But they're like, you're like a you're like an ambassador of beer. You just meet people and talk about beer and you make friends wherever you go. Yeah, and so um, mine was the same. I I had made so many connections with people over beers, uh, and some of them, you know, I'm still friends with today, and other people I've never seen again. Sometimes you'll see them for months at a time, or you know, off and on when you keep going to a, a certain place. If you go to a certain watering hole, as it were, or brewery, um, yeah. and, and other people you'll see in a couple of years or whatever. Some people you'll meet once, you'll never see again. But the point is, I had. Uh, an enjoyable, intelligent conversation with someone over a beer and a connection that I I think you just don't find in any other situation. I totally agree. And I'm glad we were able to connect. I'm excited to just be having this conversation with you and your listeners because that, to me, and hopefully we get to know each other better and I get to meet all sorts of people through this as we already are. Oh, we're already going to have a beer together, right? You're coming down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The week of the 28th, I'll be down there and um, I look forward to it. But the being able to, um, as you get to know me, you'll realize very quickly that I'm much more passion motivated than money motivated. Um, a lot of pros, again, a lot of pros, a lot of cons. But just to be able to have, be exactly what you just said, a lot of breweries, it's almost like there's an invisible sign that tells people to check their stress at the door or check their baggage, right? Or like, it, it just naturally people come in to talk pints, you know, talk beer, talk about life much more than they are just like trying to structure some hedge fund deal. And, and no doubt business happens over pints. In fact, quite a bit does, but it's just so much more relational, uh, relational and it's so, so enjoyable to be part of as you, as you personally know. Well, and I think what part of that culture, and I, I've said this before in our in my show many times, um, but I'll mention it again because it's always worth mentioning, is that the pub was, it, when you say a pub, it's short for the public house, and it was the place that people could go talk about politics and religion and not, yeah. get, not get to where they're all, uh, you know, wanting to kill each other, essentially, because that's happened throughout uh, history, but you could, yeah. you, but you could, but you could have uh, skilled conversations, debates, uh, you could have passionate uh, conversations and still just have a beer and walk out and, and, and not take it outside of the pub. Um, and so that's, 
what the public house is about. And and I think that beer's been doing that for centuries, and we need to get back to that kind of thing. Um, yeah. We shouldn't shy away from that kind of stuff. I'm not saying we're going to purposely do it, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it on a different show, but I might as well mention it now. I have a friend uh, who has the, it's called the One Pint Debate, where you uh, and someone else can debate about stuff like that. And uh, But when you're making your point, you make one point at a time, you have to be holding the beer because if you're holding the beer, you can't get too crazy. <laughs> and then yeah. and then you put it down and the other person gets to go back. And, and even if it's just for a minute or three minutes or whatever, it's through the beer um, uh, as, well as, 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 as much as you're willing to get it warm or whatever that you should be able to enjoy it. So I just think it's great, and, and I'll be talking about that. But you, you hit on that point. So I, I love that you were talking about it. I'm glad to hear that your wife is doing better. Um, yeah, thank you. But you took something that was a kind of a tragedy, and you saw the, the the silver lining there. And the fact that you were doing that with your friends, I, I've done the same, but I've never honestly thought about making an app about a text of beer. And I think that that's a fantastic <laughs> thing because I talk about with people all the time, and I'll do a little cheers and these beers is my like kind of my symbol thing on on Instagram, Facebook, or anything like that. Because I think that that again that ching ching that cheers the lachaim the mubuhai whatever you want to say in the different languages of of you know here's the life cheers uh, is a good thing to bring people together and I love that you did that with a text so how does that part work how do I text someone a beer and be able to get it Yeah, great question. So um, I mean, I, I you're exactly right on with it, and again, it circles back to the relational part of it, right? Um, there's just something about like if I gave you $6, a five and a one, you would value that much less than me saying, hey, I, I value you. I'm looking forward to growing a friendship. Here's, I bought you a beer. They're just different perceived yeah. value. It is, um, it's uh, just a different deal. But the, um, the text to beer works like this. So the app is free. You download the app. And we're also being very transparent that we are using this feedback, but we're not using your name. We're not using your email. We, we are using your email by way of communicating with you from PintPass. And we've had, had some people like, oh, you're going to send a spam. We, and we've had, you know, probably one out of ten is someone that's uh, eternal pessimist or just jaded by, um, Well, they don't have to sign up and get and paid. I, I get it. <laughs> What's that? They don't have to sign up and get paid, and they, don't, and they, won't, yeah. be able, they won't be able to receive a beer. You know, that's what I, that's uh, kind of how I felt. You're going to give us crappy feedback anyway, so I'm not going to pay you. <laughs> but, um, so the text of your works where the app is free. You create an account, uh, creating account is literally your email and, um, confirming that you are over 21. So you put your birthday in. And by the um, way, yeah, I, I did that. So I signed up. Already. Nice. Perfect. Awesome. We appreciate that. Um, so once you have the app, which we're, we're starting to roll out tomorrow morning, um, everyone that pre-signs up will we'll basically be getting it uh, over the next no more than 30 days. We are having, uh, with the MasterCard that's embedded in there, some. Um, we're being really cautious with the security uh, just so we can't, someone can't try to game our system and bleed us of cash. We want to actually go into real users, not robots. Wow, and, I, uh, uh, I never even thought of that. But I guess yeah, and inevitably know. someone's going to try to game the system, And but we've, we've taken a lot of countermeasures and security and we're using uh, Braintree, who's owned by um, PayPal and then MasterCard. So their security stuff is insane. So we actually never touch people's credit cards, which is fantastic, because I don't want that liability, and no one wants someone, you know, bar- barely known craft beer app to hold on the credit card info. But um, so you create this account. It's free. You're, you can send a, a, a beer to any contact of yours to be redeemed any, uh, any of their craft brewery of choice of over 5,500 breweries on the app. 
um, just by way of once you create an account, you go to text to beer and it, you don't pay. It's not a pay for the text to beer. Um, like as far as the, you know, the service it is, you want to send $20, you have to pay that. You have to buy the beer, if that makes sense. Yeah, that and does so, make sense. Yep. So you put, um, you go to text to beer, you would pick, you know, from your phone contacts, you want to send it to me, Ryan Rickard. You hit Ryan R, my name populates, you select me, you put um, $5 or 20 or whatever quantity you want. Um, and then there's a little message so you can say happy birthday. Thanks for helping me, you know, move my washer dryer the other day. Um, and you hit send and it takes you, you can either use the beer money that we've paid you for going to breweries to accrue that in your account, or you can, it gives you a payment option, which takes you to that PayPal brain tree where you securely enter your card and it, and it, it hits your card for that quantity that you're sending. So say your friends never heard of Pint Pass, if they've heard of it and they have the app, it will notify them that you've sent that and it goes straight into their account. If they've never heard of Pint Pass, it'll say that you, um, the sender, you know, it'll have the full name and you've sent them a beer to claim it click here. It's called a web token that's secured to their phone or that phone number. It takes them to the app store, downloads the free app and instantly puts it in their beer hopper. And now that $20 or $5, whatever quantity you send lives in their app until they go choose to buy themselves a beer. It's, it's, it's maybe sounds complex, but it's crazy simple and really secure. And to be totally honest, it, it was a, like the biggest, it was like a, a puzzle that had 500 cats and was like 50,000 pieces that I wouldn't want to redo, but I'm proud that we got through it. <laughs> Horrible yeah. comparison. So but it's like herding it's cats. Like, I got you. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It was so complex, and there were security concerns around every corner, and we've successfully navigated all those. But the end product is simple uh, when you look at it, but, it, but it's so awesome to be able to – like I, one of my guys um, who I work with, helped me um, move some stuff recently. And he's like, no, no, don't, you know, I, I, it was 20 minutes. I don't, you don't need, like, don't pay me. Like, hey, thanks, buddy. And I just text him, you know, 10 bucks for a beer. And it just, the use cases are, um, especially for beer fans, it comes out Man, quite well, often. I have, uh, and it's so you know, fun. You, you make, you make uh, in the beer community, it's easy to make friends, as we were talking about before. And you do that a lot when you go to a, a brewery or a, a bar and you'll make friends. But, uh, I'm finding now with social media, I have friends all across the country. Some of them I've never met, right? I would say most right. most of them I've never met. But we talk about having beer, and and I would love to, you know, at occasion send a beer. And there's a couple of groups I have, you know, there's the 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 beer clubs where or where they trade beers, you know, that kind of thing. But it, you know, you're sending it in the mail or whatever. That's a different thing. Um, but I I love this concept. And sometimes you just you know you want to have a beer, or you want to say thanks to someone, or uh, you know, I, I just I think that the 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 possibilities are endless um, for birthdays and celebrations, obviously, um, weddings, whatever you know, bachelor party. I, I don't know, but but I I see all kinds of things, and also I think for the service community. I mean, those 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 men and women who who you know serve in uh, our military or if they serve, uh, you know, as the police or firefighters, which go on a lot of fires here in California, sometimes I have a friend that's up north. I'd just like to buy him a beer because I know he's out there fighting the fires. You know what I'm saying? Um, yep. And I, oh, man. I think it's great. You're, you're, it's like you're reading um, one of my notes pages today. So we have for quite a while, if, it, if it's okay, just a quick mention. Yeah, go ahead. Um, we, for quite a while, have been saying, okay, this is great. We want to be part of this community. But from day one... I don't want to just be part of a community. I want to do, we're on, you know, 
we're not none of us are guaranteed tomorrow our lives in the scheme of things are a blip on the map and i want to do whatever i can to have societal impact honor those that um fight for our freedom take care of you know the the innocent and um just all around right so we're, we're involved and have been always um in a lot of different categories um in fact, I'm on the marketing board of an anti-human trafficking group called LiverFund.org, um, cool. great group, and uh, involved in a lot of um, public lands, conservation, um, organizations, and conversations around that, um, which goes really well up here, by the way. But taking specifically military, we talked earlier of, like, we want to do a day where we invite all Pine Pass users to, like, where we'll match, we'll double the incentive, oh, total free, and we'll give you these funds and then you get your two bucks, we'll match it, and then we will accrue those funds, and um, you can send in, you know, a family member, a friend that's fighting for our country, and honor military, like we were talking Veterans Day. We're, there's so many of those things that we're very, very excited to have in um, the coming months rolled out with the app, but it's just, we want to not only be part of this community, but be good stewards, you know, not of the community, but have societal impact wherever we can. So you saying that is like Game of Goosebumps because that's what that's like really what it's about for us um, as we look at the as the you know the long game for that's, this. I think that's awesome because I do have uh, several friends in the military who are not local. Um, one's in Southern California, but you know hours away from me. And then, then there's another one who is um, uh, you know in the Midwest and one down south. Uh, so, I, you know, I, we used to, if we're, if we're in person, we'll drink beers and we've done that many times, but, but I can't do that. So I just, I love that concept and being able to do that and, um, and that you guys will do a matching thing. I'm all down for that. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that this is awesome. I love that whole text of beer. Let's get back to the whole thing with the pint pass and that people could sign up. Uh, cause we probably yeah. only have, you know, we have, uh, probably like seven, eight minutes left here. So I'd like to talk okay. about what's going on with pint pass and how people can sign up today. Um, I yep. don't know if they'll have enough time to get in because you, you are giving away. I don't know how it works, but I know you're giving away ten thousand um, dollars, and and if that's you know five hundred people or whatever, it's five bucks a piece or something, right? So, um, how how does that work? But how do they sign up? Even if they don't get a part of the of the random drawing for that for that money, um, yep. then they can be involved. And how does it work with like if I'm going? I think honestly that most people love who love breweries and drink beer. They're gonna. They're okay with giving you your feedback. So for you getting the feedback and giving that to the breweries, I don't think most. I think most beer drinkers won't have that problem. But yeah. how, how does it work that if I'm reviewing a brewery or whatever that I may may get paid by that? Yeah, it's a great question. The so Pint Pass the way um, people are signing up right now and can still sign up, and even after this ten thousand dollar giveaway can certainly sign up. We we we're in what's called pre launch, and so our pre launch. Starting tomorrow, the first waves go out. Um, we have had incredible, um, this almost like overwhelming support. And I just responded to a couple different, uh, a guy named Alexander, another guy named Tim, that just sent us a like, hey, this is really cool. Uh, looking, you know, looking forward to seeing it. You know, thanks for doing this or good luck. And just little bits of encouragement like that. I, I, I sat down and actually ran, uh, wrote them a probably longer response than they had hope for but explaining kind of how it works and um so there's a lot of people that are just signing up that are like hey great if i win the beer money that's great but it's so what it is is in the morning we're plucking um at random the and we have a little software that's basically just gonna like purge a huge excel sheet to um, capture 500 
of the about 20,000 um, pre-signups. Wow, and those you have people that many so gonna far. Get, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's cool because about, um, well, probably 80 or so percent came over the last six days. Um, Draft Magazine gave us great support, allaboutbeer.com gave us great support. Right before I talked to you, I just got off a call with Thrillist, if you're familiar with them at all, and they're all excited. Um, so we've been just like totally blessed with the, with the response, and it really helped it has been really helping that we've just been communicating. It's not and not unique to us, but just saying like, here's the purpose, here's our why, here's how it works, etc. Um, so, anyways, back to your point. In the morning, we're plucking those 500. So certainly, people have. I think it's like I think it's midnight tonight, Mountain Time, because we're based here in Mountain Time Zone, and um, so they can win their piece of the pie just by signing up. And you, the only action you have to take is go to pinepass.com, enter your email. And then you have this, the, the second action, which is um, all you have to do is click on your email and confirm it's your email. It's one of the requirements to make sure you're not a robot. And, um, but there's a whole incentive thing of referring your friends, and you get ex- they're called entries, and entries are basically like raffle points or uh, raffle tickets, right? So if you post it on Facebook, you get 10 entries, which are raffle tickets, et cetera. They're all the same. You're entered in for that 10 grand. We award that in the morning. Then we start the release. Starting tomorrow, we're um, dripping like 300, 500, 1,000 at a time. And um, so basically everyone that pre-signs up, including after the launch tomorrow, will get early access um, until it doesn't come out to the general public until uh, mid-October. And so there's still incentive to, to do that. And as the app can handle the, you know, as we prove, 3,000 people, um, 5,000 people, 10,000 people, 20,000 people, we will open it up um, as we can. And so that's it. I mean, you sign up for it. And then the way that we've had a lot of questions, people just scratching their heads on how the actual redemption works. And the way the way that it um, works is you get a – sorry for the background noise. Um, you get – when you sign up, you get this MasterCard that is unique to you. There's no signing up for it outside of creating an account. There's, it like isn't an actual credit card. It's a virtual um, debit card is actually what it is. And that allows us to be able to drip those funds, so $2 for each brewery you go to or if someone texts you up here. And you use that for payment. So we're really leaning on the community or engaging with the community on the education side, saying there are plenty of breweries that have never even heard of us. Um, but we don't ask them to discount. We don't ask them to pay to be on Pine Pass. We're literally paying people to go sit in their tasting room, in their tap house, at the brewery to try their beer and give us the feedback that we can then turn around to the Brewers Association, the State Brewers Association, the breweries. And the only string attached to that brewery is they have to accept MasterCard. And the way they do it in current form is you have to manually enter it, the same as if your magnetic strip on your credit card did, doesn't work. And we know that that's a, a mild con to the breweries or negative to the breweries because manual entry sucks by comparison to swiping. For sure. But we're literally paying them, paying those consumers to go there just for that feedback. And so out of the 20 brewery owners I've talked to, all 20 are like, yeah, we, we would, we'll manually enter it. It's not ideal, especially when we're busy. But, of course, we want to get paid our full tab. Um, and, of course, we value that you're actually paying people to come there. So that's how it works. That's awesome. I I I I wish we had more time, and I'll probably have to have you on in the future. Um, but I love that. But I I'm really stoked on this app. 
uh, I, I'll just admit I put it on there. I signed up and I put it on there. I, I wish I had thought of this as genius. Um, but the fact that you're able to uh, send a beer to someone, receive a beer from someone uh, anywhere in the country, and, and I guess you're probably going to work it for the world. Who knows? But but just that fact and then the um, the fact that the brewers can get, you know, feedback um, and and that we might be able to earn a little bit from that because I think that giving feedback is, is, is you know, it's worth people's time. Um, and I've worked for companies that have done that where they pay to get that kind of information. So uh, for you guys, if you want to, if you're out there and you want to participate and try and get on and get as many uh, things you can tonight, uh, there's a bunch of ways you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But uh, why don't you give out the information for them right now, Ryan, so they can sign up? Yeah, across the... Um Social media platforms, we're just Pint Pass or at Pint Pass. Uh, PintPass.com is pretty much the easiest um, way to do it. Go there, and you can see it. It explains the contest. It's uh, just one spot that you enter your email, and it explains that. But you'll be on the list and get early access over the coming weeks before it gets released to the general public in mid-October. Cool. Well, uh, so yeah, I, we, we would I, love the support. I'm, I'm excited about it. I look forward to, uh, to um, using the app. Because I I'm I'm on the I'm I don't know the last time I looked I was like 115 or whatever in in the number nice. so but who knows if that's gone up or down since then but uh, I'll be looking forward to getting that app and using it and we will definitely talk again I wish I could talk more but I'm going to give away two pairs of tickets to the Stray Cats right now so perfect uh, well, no problem so we will talk soon and thank you for coming on the show my friend. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'll buy you a beer. Sounds good. So that's Ryan Record uh, from. Uh, from Pint Pass, and uh, now if you'll call in, uh, I know someone's trying to call in before, but try and call in again now. I'm going to ask you: Do you think I had a pompadour? And if so, in what year did I have it? I'll give you a hint: Yes, and I had it, but what year? The the Stray Cats did a did a a song where they mention a queen. It's the same age when I had a pompadour. Um, and I'm, I've got a few minutes here, so I'm just going to talk about beer, but uh, I'm just going to say I love the Stray Cats. Um, I was able to see them when I was young, and they are pretty cool. So I'm going to put you on air, uh, and let's find out who we have here. Nope. Right, right to it, and i got to drop that one now. Come, Keep calling. Somehow I'm not getting these phone calls to come through, even though I've had a bunch of people. Um, and maybe, uh, maybe my uh, friend DJ Jeremiah... Well, let me do something afterwards. Here we go. Let's try and put you on the air right now. Are you there? Hello? 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 You have to turn down the radio in the background. Okay, yeah, sorry about that, yeah. Okay, what's yeah. your name? Uh, Alexander. Alexander. So do you do you know what song I was talking about or, or what age I had a pompadour based on the, on the, the Stray Cats sing about a queen in one of their songs? Oh, good. Uh, little Queen or... Yeah. What, how old is she? 17. My, my, sexy like and 17, my little rock and roll queen. You win, my friend. So uh, you're going to get a pair of tickets to go see the Stray Cats this uh, Thursday at Great. the Pacific Amphitheater. starts at 730, and um, the Cherry Pop and Daddies are open. Um, I need you, if you can, please, will you just email me? It'll be easier. It, it's going to okay. be... Uh, the beer ambassador at KUCI.org. Okay. And uh, tell me your name again. Alexander Lawrence. Alexander Lawrence. I'll look for an email from you, and congratulations. I'm going to try and give another way, uh, away another pair of tickets here, okay? Okay. The, okay, what is it? Uh, the, the beer ambassador at KUCI.org. The beer ambassador. Yes. Not, not, not plural. 
No, not plural, just the beer ambassador. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay, my friend, congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, I love when people come in and play a game with me. So I'm just going to honestly take the uh, next caller who calls in, and, and you'll wear a pair of tickets. Cause, uh, and if I, honestly, if I don't get it in the next minute, um, maybe DJ Jeremiah wants to, do you think we can give away on your show? Yep. Or I'll, or I can just do it back on Instagram. I can put it on Instagram. I don't know. We'll figure out something if I'm not having someone else. But call in to the show right now. So you know what? I, I'm. T- I feel bad. I. I don't think I gave out the number. All right. So I'm going to give you an opportunity within. I'm going to stay behind for this next show, which is uh, the Color Spectrum with DJ Jeremiah. The phone number here is nine zero nine eight two four five eight two four. Man, I must be rusty because I did not give out that number. Nine zero or nine four nine eight two four. 5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. I really am rusty on the number. I apologize for that. But you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM. Uh, and I'm going to stay here with their DJ Jeremiah to see if anyone calls in. Otherwise, either we're going to give it away on his show or we're going to give it away on Instagram, which is what I was going to do. But maybe I maybe I just want to give it away here. But it's a straight cat. So, all right, my friends. Uh, until next week, enjoy some good beer.